Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Well, well, what a week it has been for America. Even if you didn't live through Hurricane Sandy, uh, that that nonstop media coverage of the fierce weather event had to impact your life no matter where you're listening to this show in the United States. Uh, I happened to be in New York City on business last Sunday, and since I was unable to fly out Monday, I had a front row seat on the high winds, the rain, and of course that dangling crane in Midtown. I was staying about two blocks away from it. I did not witness the devastation on the Jersey Shore or the terrible flooding in other boroughs, especially Staten Island. And I was lucky enough to be staying in hotels in Midtown, so I didn't experience the loss of electricity and water. But I, I did see Manhattan as I've never seen it before. It was as deserted as a scene in a disaster movie, with only fire and police vehicles racing through the empty streets with lights flashing and sirens screaming. All right, this is a travel show. If you're listening for the first time, well, welcome to Rudy Max's World, where we look at travel from all kinds of different angles. You want proof? Well, here's our lineup of guests this hour. In a few minutes, I'm going to talk with the general manager of a Kimpton hotel called Inc. 48. It's in the neighborhood of Manhattan called Hell's Kitchen. I want to talk to her about how she handled the unusual circumstances of Hurricane Sandy. More than 100 hotels had to shut down. Travelers who had planned to leave New York, like I I did, um, needed to extend their stays. New Yorkers who lived in downtown Manhattan, where the power went out early in the week, looked for rooms in midtown hotels. Uh, for our hospitality industry, it was time to react pretty quickly, and Linda Chin of Inc. 48 is going to give us a look behind the scenes in a few minutes. Um, then we're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving. And will you be celebrating Thanksgiving away from your home? Going to be traveling to somebody else's place, even near or far? Well, our favorite butler in residence, Charles McPherson, will join me to offer a few tips on how to be the perfect Thanksgiving guest, how to mind your P's and Q's, and make sure you get invited back again for Turkey next year. And I know that you know... Uh, the new James Bond movie opens this coming Thursday. I'm going to ask Leslie Carlin of TripAdvisor.com to, uh, to, to list some of the hotels in the world where Bond has stayed on film. And even if we all can't be James Bond in reality, we can certainly check into one of the hotels that have starred in the fantasy world of Bond. We'll learn their names shortly. As always, I'll have a couple of deals of the week toward the end of the first of this hour. Um, but let me just say this. The troubles of travelers pale in comparison with a lot of those accidentally hit by the storm's wind and waters. I think the media is doing an excellent job of covering the storm of the century. Uh, but given that mine is a travel show, I wanted to check in with a group of folks who flew into New York from Germany uh, to run in what is now the now-canceled New York Marathon of this weekend. Lisa Camarabella is the Vice President of Operations on the East Coast for the tour company called American Tours International. On Friday afternoon, she had to face about 200 guests that uh, American Tours International, I'll call it ATI henceforth, that ATI had, to fly, had flown in from Germany to run in the marathon, and she had to tell them the marathon they'd come to participate in was canceled. So what, I wonder, do you do when you're in charge of a tour whose purpose suddenly evaporates less than two days before the main event? Lisa joins us from her home in New York City. Lisa, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning. Good morning. So when did these... Uh, uh, you told me when I invited you on the show that originally there were about 300 people coming from Germany under your sort of... Com command, that's the wrong word. Under your um, 
purview, let's say. Yes, and yeah, uh, that, yeah, that number problem, diminished yeah. by about 100 because people thought, well, that storm, who knows? So about 100 canceled. But 200 people came in when this week? They arrived between Wednesday and Thursday. Um, several flights, of course, were delayed, but they managed to rebook to get here. Um, this is an international event. It's, uh, you know, and we... We are a host city, and when you're a host city, you know, that's an honor in itself. So um, I think the people um, made a long haul of a trip to be denied last um, minute um, of the circumstance of canceling. Well, and, you know they made a long haul trip because we know they came in from Germany. Now, where? Let's before we get into whether things should be canceled or not, uh, the marathon should have been canceled, let's just talk about the logistics here. So so these 200 people come in. Did you have hotel rooms for them? Because I know the hotel industry was, you know, sort of turned topsy-turvy as people from downtown without power tried to get hotel rooms, as people like I was, who was stranded in New York Monday, had to stay on longer. Did you have hotel rooms for these 200 people? Yes, we did, because we block rooms a year in advance, and we prepay them, and Luckily, they were operating, both the Marriott Marquis and the Millennium Broadway, both in Times Square. So those rooms were um, prearranged and prepaid for for our guests. So they were fined. Now, in a perfect world, they would have run in the marathon this weekend. And when would these folks be departing back to Europe? Um, they would be departing on Monday, Monday and Tuesday, yes. That's what they're scheduled to do. They usually come in four days, um, five days prior. And you had to tell them, of course, or they learned from the media, and you certainly uh, confirmed the fact that these the, the, the marathon was canceled this weekend. What are they doing Saturday and Sunday? Is part of that your responsibility? Yes, yes. Today we'll have them tour New York um, on coaches to see um, landmarks. And tonight they want to go out on the harbor and um, do maybe a circle line event, a cruise. And then tomorrow when you the pasta day so they you know load up on cogs and um tomorrow now they'll just have an idle day so i don't know exactly what they want us to arrange for them now tomorrow without the run i wonder if they'll just do their own run well they might <laughs> they might i mean who knows maybe they'll run over the brooklyn bridge or just get something in because um that's what they're here to do so um as of now i don't know what they want us to arrange we did reach out to them because our coaches are rolling with them on board this morning with german tour guides so we'll um ask them in what way we could um, be of assistance for tomorrow let me just and, explain um, to our listeners that we're talking to lisa live during the broadcast of this show on saturday morning now many of our stations time shift this show to later in saturday and also on sunday so if you're listening on sunday just keep in mind this interview is conducted saturday morning and that's what tomorrow refers to so lisa i, I guess you feel some sort of are you going to be thinking today about what might be interesting for them tomorrow yeah we're, we're, well we're going to give them options um of what it could be outside of the city, maybe a trip to Philly. I mean, we have some ideas to present the group, but, you know, there's 200 of them, and everybody has, you know, we know they had one interest, and that was to run. So sure. what they're going to select based on our, our, our options to them, I don't know yet. We, we won't know that till later in the day. And the Circle Line is running tours around the island, yes, around the Manhattan. the is running, yep. The, the hub is up now running, yep. Everything is... Everything's up and running, which is um, pretty, you know, upsetting. That well, all right, so let's let's get to that now. I, I will tell you yeah. up front that I think it was the right decision to cancel um, the marathon, but I know you feel differently because you feel that 
that it sends a message to the world that New York is crippled, that they maybe ought to cancel future holidays. Am I summarizing your point of view? Please feel free to expand. No, pretty much so. I mean, I just feel if it was going to be canceled, it should have been canceled on Monday, and it would have made the most sense when when the storm hit. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. You, they must, I mean, uh, stating the obvious, I'm sure these 200 Germans must be terribly disappointed. Yeah, and also, um, you say to yourself, they're comparing now this storm to Katrina in a lot of ways, and our busiest time of the season is upcoming. There's Christmas, there's Thanksgiving parade, there's New Year's. Now, Lisa, i got to say goodbye to you. We'll be right back in just a moment. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with her nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Hi folks, Rudy Maxa here inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible country wide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Geico presents a thank you letter from your motorcycle. Hi, you dear guy that sits on me. I just wanted to say thanks. Ever since you saved money on your motorcycle insurance with Geico, we've been going out a lot more. The beach, the mountains, that curvy road that leads to the diner with the milkshakes you love. Look, the point is, you and me, we've become a biker buds. And I like it. I like it a lot. Geico could help you save on your motorcycle insurance, and that should make you and your bike very happy. Hey, folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with On Call International. On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage. On Call International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more. Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. This hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Tourism Ireland. If you've ever thought about taking a trip to Ireland, 2013 is surely the year to do it. That's because Ireland's issued an open invitation to the world called the Gathering Ireland 2013. It's a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. Maybe you have an Irish name or Irish roots in the family. Maybe you've studied in Ireland, worked in Ireland, enjoyed the music and food, or maybe you just have a desire to see this beautiful country rich in history with stunning landscapes. 2013 is the perfect year to plan a vacation to Ireland and be part of a worldwide gathering. Go to thegatheringireland.com. That's the website, thegatheringireland.com to see what else is planned for 2013 and how you can be a part of it. And uh, if you want to plan a vacation, discoverireland.com is your website. 
I've got links to both those at our radio show website, RudyMaxa.com. Well, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I uh, was stranded in New York on Monday. I went in Sunday for a quick Monday morning meeting and was planning to fly out Monday afternoon, but Hurricane Sandy had other ideas about what I was going to be doing. Now, I am not in any way whining or complaining. I suffered no hardship. Um, in fact, uh, the second night of my stay, I switched to a favorite hotel of mine called Inc. 48. It's a Kimpton hotel based in the uh, neighborhood known as Hell's Kitchen in New York. It's, it's sort of around Midtown, well, a little below Midtown on the east side along the Hudson River. And it's sort of neglected for decades, but it's coming back big. It is the hot place for real estate. New condos going up. Right For a while, it was just an expanse of car dealerships and storage houses. But uh, uh, Hell's Kitchen is coming up big, and Inc. 48 is helping that neighborhood. It's been open for a couple years. And the general manager of that hotel I met when I was there, her name is Linda Chin. She joins me today because I wanted to talk about what impact this storm had on the hospitality industry. Linda, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you aboard. Hey, Rudy. Nice speaking to you again. Now I know because I eavesdropped while I was checking in, and you were on the phone and talking to people in the lobby. I know that you had your hands full. You had at least 35 staffers, I think, living in the hotel. You had one of your fellow Kimpton hotels having to close down, and you had to find places for 100 guests. Meanwhile, folks in downtown who lived in downtown lose their electricity, I believe it was Tuesday, and start looking for hotels. And then there are the guys like me who weren't supposed to be there because we should have left, so we're occupying hotel rooms. Am I, am I getting to what you were juggling Pretty much, there were a lot of balls in the air over Hurricane Irene. What? Well, let me let me let me let me start it this way. Before we knew there was a hurricane coming, that week, what was? I mean, were you pretty full? I know New York, New York hotels occupancy running very high. Were you already just in the regular old times pretty full? Yes, we were. Actually, October is a very busy time for Manhattan. Halloween is incredibly popular. We were coming up to the uh, marathon. Um, so there was just a lot of activity and a lot of tourists in Manhattan. All right, and then the hurricane comes along, and I presume some people staying in your hotel asked to stay on longer? Yes. We had a flurry of activity. First of all, we had a lot of our employees uh, that needed shelter or a place to stay, and, of course, a lot of them came in and volunteered to stay at the hotel so they could clean rooms and man the desk and keep the restaurant open. We had a lot of our guests in-house that were stranded due to flights, and uh, we definitely wanted to make sure that they were looked after. We had a lot of our Kimpton and Touch loyalty guests that were trapped on the island of Manhattan that needed a place to stay. So uh, there were a lot of phone calls. There was a lot of, as you mentioned before, juggling of folks, staff, employees, guests, and local New Yorkers that lost power that needed some shelter. I presume there are also people who couldn't come in to fulfill their reservations, which gave you a little bit of wriggle room. Yes, that's correct. Our occupancy would swing either way from being oversold to having 20 to 30 rooms to sell every hour. So our front office managers really had their hands full trying to make sure that, uh, you know, we're juggling all the reservations coming in, and our housekeeping staff were constantly cleaning rooms to make sure that if someone could leave early, we'd have that room flipped and ready for the next person who needed a room to stay. Well, I want to give a shout-out to Kimpton Hotels generally uh, for some pretty smart marketing. I'm a member of Kimpton's Frequent Guest Program, um, although I forgot to put in my number, uh, Lisa. Maybe we can take care of that later. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I was staying in another hotel because that Sunday night is where the company had brought me in and put me up. But it, it was a fine it's a nice hotel, but it was not as nice as Inc. 48. And it, Inc. 48 was the same price when I got a deal 
uh, from Kimpton saying, hey, if you're stranded by hurricane, this hurricane, wherever you are in the United States, if you're in San Francisco and you're hoping to go back to New York and you're stranded, wherever you are, where there's a Kimpton Hotel, as a member of the Frequent Guest Program, we'll give you 20% off a room. And I said, wait a minute, why am I staying in this much smaller, le less comfortable room when I could be few blocks uh, down the street at the Inc. 48, which is why I changed. I thought it was a very clever marketing ploy. But what do you do, Lisa? Excuse me, Linda, sorry. Um, our previous guest, by the way, was Lisa, a woman with American Tours International who has 200 runners on her hands who aren't running this weekend. So we talked to her just before you came on, Linda. Um, what do you do with 100 people in another Kimpton hotel who, when that hotel needed to be evacuated? Where do you put those that many people? Again, it was just a matter of juggling the inventory. You know, our number one priority were looking after, basically looking after the guests that we already had in-house and looking after our employees. Um, we um, set up a wait list uh, for those folks that were in need of shelter. Um, outside of the Kimpton Hotels, I have a lot of friends in Manhattan who also run hotels. So we were constantly calling each other every hour to see what their availability was like. If a Kimpton property in New York could not accommodate, um, I had other hotels in the Midtown area that could. And it was just really a community coming together and helping each other. My guest is Linda Chin. She's the general manager of Inc. 48 Hotel. It's a, a very, a very nice hotel. And boy, if uh, you can go there in nice weather and go up to their rooftop bar and look back on the skyline of Manhattan, it's quite a view. Uh, it's near the Hudson River in, in Hell's Kitchen on 48th Street and 11th Avenue. Um, Linda, uh, were there people who you, and maybe even as we speak today, this weekend, are there people you have not been able to accommodate? So far, no. We've been really fortunate, and we've been able to accommodate everyone that's come to our doors. Um, and, of course, um, now with the marathon being canceled, you know, we do have a lot of folks that are checking out early, and they're canceling their, their reservations. Uh, we've been really lenient with everyone to be able to accommodate. Um, and, again, we still have a lot of neighbors in New Jersey, for example, that still need a place to stay. So for every cancellation that we're getting, you know, we are taking in other folks that need, need, need a roof over their heads. You know, before the hurricane hit, before I came up last Sunday, um, I did the radio show on Saturday as usual, and I read a report that, oh, uh, her, hotels are doubling their prices and there are no rooms. And I must say, I didn't find that, uh, certainly the former, the, the first charge that prices were being raised because of perhaps a scarcity of hotel rooms. I didn't find that to be true. You were in touch with other hoteliers. Did you know, did hotels raise prices thinking, oh, we're going to be able to make a, you know, a little extra revenue here? Not that I'm aware of. You know, again, at Kimpton, you know, we would normally, our room rates would normally be in the high 400s at this time of year. Um, and in actual fact, you know, we ended up dropping them to low 200s to be able to accommodate. Uh, and then again, a, a lot of uh, other hotels, when I reached out to them because we had people waiting for hotel rooms, uh, again, they really, you know, there was no gouging that I could see going on. People just really, they needed a room, they got a really decent rate, um, and again, it was more just about accommodating. Yeah, I found the same thing, too. Okay, so what's the report as we speak live on Saturday morning, um, you know, six days after the hurricane hit? What, what's the situation as you look around town hotel-wise, uh, availability-wise? Uh, well, first of all, it's amazing. You know, I'm in Midtown West in the Hell's Kitchen neighborhood, and um, the neighborhood itself just came together beautifully. You wouldn't even have noticed it's a hurricane. Lots of folks are in Hell's Kitchen because we've got a lot of great restaurants and stores are open. Um, so it's just it's a nice, busy time to be in the Hell's Kitchen area. Um, the occupancy at the hotel is still swinging quite a bit every day, every hour. Um, again, mostly because uh, folks... 
um, that you know don't need to come in for the marathon. They're not coming in. They're canceling their reservations. Um, so as of right now, um, you know, I've got a lot of availability over the next few days, but that could also change by 12 o'clock today. <laughs> but generally, if a listener is listening to the show and going, you know, I was planning to go to New York, or I'd love to go to New York, I wonder if there are any hotel rooms, what would you say to them? I would say that, yes, there are hotel rooms right now. Okay. Well, I, uh, have you been working uh, every single day this week? Uh, yes, pretty much. How long a day? Um, well, you know, for the whole team here, you know, we, we have to man the hotel round the clock. It's a 24-7 business, and our, and, uh, our guests come first. Um, you know, a typical day for me, I guess, would be wandering in at around 7 and leaving at around 11. <laughs> My gosh. That's a, that's a long day, Linda. Well, li- listen, hats off to you. The hotel performed beautifully. I was surprised you were open for lunch when I walked in that day because so many restaurants were still closed. Glad to have met you, and I thank you for taking the time out to share a little bit about your job and the hospitality business in New York in these uh, strenuous times with our listeners. Oh, it was great meeting you as well. Thank you very much. Linda Chin is the general manager of Inc. 48 Hotel. That name is uh, comes from the fact that the building it's in, it's a renovated building that used to be a printing plant, therefore Inc. 48. Uh, it's a very nice hotel. I'd commend it to you. It's, uh, we're coming up to a commercial break. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. When we come back, we're going to talk to Charles McPherson, our favorite butler, about how to behave if you're leaving town to be a Thanksgiving guest. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with her nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Hi folks, Rudy Maxa here inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 minutes after the hour in this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company and worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe to help leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. And right now, if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories, You can read the newest story in a series of true travel tales and be eligible for a chance to win a new Kindle. Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from travelers about their experiences. And in this latest one, a group charters a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands. After four days of fun in the sun, the engines quit and the boat begins to take on water. 
To find out the true story of what happened and a chance to win a Kindle, go to TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. All right, Thanksgiving is coming up. Maybe you're leaving your home. Maybe you're just going somewhere else in the, in the same city. Maybe you're traveling uh, somewhere else for Thanksgiving dinner. It occurred to me that we ought to check in with our favorite butler in residence, Charles McPherson. Charles McPherson uh, runs a Toronto-based company that specializes in counseling, training, education, and placement for private residential homes and, and uh, luxury hotels. He also is a columnist with Canada's leading, one of Canada's leading newspapers, I should say, called Metro News. He writes a weekly column called Ask Charles the Butler, and that's, in fact, what we're going to do right now. Charles, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. It's a pleasure. How are you? Hard man to get hold of, Charles. He's always somewhere, some part of the world. Um, well, you know, I always say my, you know, my home or my office sometimes ends up being seat 3A. Big, well, it's better 3A than 38A, i got to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charles. So Thanksgiving is coming up. I'm invited to someone's house, let's say. Yep. What what ought I to know in order to mind my P's and Q's? What what ought I to know before I go and uh, even after I get there? I think the first thing that that needs that's really important is that we need to be specific. So for example, if you're going to go to someone's house for Thanksgiving and you're going with your family, then you know, don't just assume that your host is going to have you know, sheets and towels and beds and all that kind of stuff for everybody. So don't hesitate to say, what can I bring and be specific? Do you need me to bring you know, sheets or pillows or blankets you know, to accommodate the family um, is the first thing. But then, you know, when you're a guest in someone's home, Thanksgiving is a stressful time at the best of times, just, you know, trying to get the whole family together and trying to get the meal organized and so forth. And so when you're a guest, particularly in someone's home, you're not in a hotel, you're in someone's home, and you really need to participate, whether it's making your bed in the morning, putting the dishes in the dishwasher, helping to set the dinner table, but just really helping. Is there something you should take with you as a gift? You should always, you know, and you know, take something because uh, it's considered proper. Um, but yet, you know, it's not. It's not a, you know, a written rule that if you don't bring something that that you're rude. But it's always nice to bring something that you think will make the person happy. And that can be. I, I know you were the first man to tell me, or first person to tell me, that uh, not every host appreciates wine because they've often selected their own wine ahead of time. But yeah. perhaps, uh, perhaps, and, and not necessarily cut flowers that need to be tended to immediately when you walk in, which and leaves what? So you know, it could be something like, for example, you could have bought a book that you think that the person might like to ah. read. You know, you could have a photograph, perhaps, of the last time you were together that you've, you know, or you could have a drawing that your kids have made, you know, that gets posted on their fridge for a week or two kind of thing. So just something personal, you know, maybe you buy them a bottle of their favorite perfume, you know, or just, you know, if you happen to love gossiping with the person, just a couple of the latest gossip magazines, you know, that you pick up at the airport on the way. (laughs) Very good idea. And what do you do post-Thanksgiving for your host? It's really important, and unfortunately, this is the one thing that we're really lax at doing, and that is we always need to thank our host. And you know what? Uh, Picking up the phone is a wonderful thing to do, but more importantly, writing the thank you note. Because they're so rare these, these days that when people actually get a handwritten thank you note, it's really something special. Let's but underline that distinction. You're talking not you're not talking email. You're talking a handwritten, posted a through hand-written the mail note. note. Exactly, and it just needs to be a little card. It doesn't need to be a big deal, but just if everyone in the family signs it, you know, one night at Christmas, you know, at di- at the dinner table, you know, a couple of days after you come home, and just pop it in the mail, it really makes a difference. 
But if you can't get organized with the handwritten card, then an email is always acceptable, but a text is not acceptable. Ooh, okay. No texting of thank yous. No texting of thank yous. Is there any, should you, I mean, I guess it really depends how far you're traveling to attend this dinner, uh, but I know when we've talked in the past about being a guest in someone's summer home, you've recommended arriving uh, at a particular time and departing within three days. Any advice you know, here? Don't outstay your welcome. I think that's, you know, because it's exhausting. And particularly when you go to someone's house, you know, maybe, you know, there's several people having to share a bathroom and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it just, after, after a few days, people kind of get tired of all being together. So don't overstay your welcome. Excellent advice from Charles McPherson. Charles, um, thank you very much for joining us. It's good to hear your voice again, and uh, good luck with all your projects, and I hope you'll return to the show. It's always a pleasure, and I'll return when my book comes out next year. Oh, well, we'll get you before then. Good. You can find more information out about Charles and his company if you're looking for some household help or a butler, as we all need one, don't we? By going to charlesmcpherson.com, and McPherson is M-A-C, so it's Charles McPherson. charlesmcpherson.com. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. We're going to come right back, and we're going to talk about some of the hotels James Bond has stayed in in his movies that you can actually go stay in. You can't be James Bond, but at least you can live for a night or two like him. We'll be back with Leslie Carlin from TripAdvisor.com. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show, and I'm glad you are. Don't go away. We'll be back after these messages. now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's the only product on the market today clinically proven to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 with no special diets or exercise programs. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-525-2563. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. Geico presents a thank you letter from your motorcycle. Hey, I just wanted to say thanks. Ever since you saved money on your motorcycle insurance with Geico, we've been going out a lot more. When we're together, things just work. My pipes rumble and my engine screams like an eagle. A happy eagle, not one of those angry eagles. You know? Yeah, you know. Geico could help you save on your motorcycle insurance, and that should make you and your bike very happy. If you want to work until you drop, reduce your standard of living in retirement or lose more of your hard-earned money in the stock market, then just ignore me. But if you'd like to generate a steady, predictable income, I'm talking real wealth and financial security for as long as you live, then listen to this. 
A free report is now available that reveals the money-making secrets Wall Street and the banks don't want you to know. This report reveals how you can get guaranteed growth, safety, and wealth-building power without risking your hard-earned money in the Wall Street casino. How you can bypass banks and credit cards and become your own source of financing. And how to get the money you need when you need it, simply by asking for it. This is the best way to have a 100% secure retirement and know your money will last as long as you do. And it beats the pants off any IRA or 401k. To learn more about this method and to get your free special report, visit bankonyourself.com right now. That's bankonyourself.com www.bankonyourself.com Ever wondered what you do if you were seriously sick or injured on a trip? You need On Call International and joining me is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Now, Mike, why is this protection so critical? Medical evacuation in the U.S. or abroad can cost thirty, fifty, or even $100,000 and is rarely covered by major medical plans, including Medicare. On Call International membership protects your health and wallet with services, including evacuation to the hospital of your choice. And right now, you can save 30% off your membership with the code RUDY30 at OnCallInternational.com. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Indeed, you are back in Rudy Max's World, where it's 43 minutes after the hour. Leslie Carmen's been on a lot lately. She's the travel ex- expert for TripAdvisor.com, but she keeps coming up with interesting ideas. And I thought, given that Skyfall, the new James Bond movie, uh, opens up this Thursday in the United States, we ought to have her on, because she has compiled a list of some of the hotels that have been... Uh, seen or been settings for scenes in James Bond movies. So as I said at the top of the hour, even if you can't be James Bond, you could at last at least live like him for a night or two in, in these luxury hotels. Leslie, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here as always. Oh, thank you for having me. So let's go over this list here. I'm sorry, reaching down the down uh, to my executive file on the floor to pick it up. Um, I, I think probably the most accessible for the average American is the Las Vegas uh, LVH, the Las Vegas Hotel and Casino, which used to be known as the Las Vegas Hilton, correct? That's right. Yeah, that was uh, the Las Vegas Hilton, and they filmed Diamonds Are Forever there. Uh, there's a, a scene where James Bond climbs up to the roof of the hotel. He takes an elevator, an exterior elevator, and climbs up to the roof. It's a great scene. Uh, and uh, that um, the rooms there are relatively cheap. They start at $49. <laughs> Vegas is incredible when it comes to room rates. As long as I it's know. not a, as long as it's not a big convention in town. So it's now the yeah, LVH. Exactly. The, there is no that big white building that was Hilton is now the LVH, the Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. Do not try the out- climbing outside the building to go to the roof thing by, by <laughs> all means. Um, and one of the most exotic, I think, on your list is in uh, is in India in Udaipur. That's right. It's the Taj Lake Palace Udaipur, uh, and that's um, they filmed some scenes from Octopussy there. It's absolutely beautiful. It's um, it was actually TripAdvisor's number one hotel in Asia for our 2012 Traveler's Choice Awards, and uh, just has rave reviews. It's not cheap. It starts around six hundred dollars a night, but if you want, you know, the very definition of opulence, uh, that's the place to go. You said that uh, you noticed that there was a, an escape scene located along the lake that surrounds this hotel. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's um, it's right on the water. It's just a, a beautiful setting. James Bond has very good taste in hotels in general. <laughs> yeah, I, I, these hotels. I wonder if they if they do 
get a sort of boost in business after the, after they're shown in these movies or if people just because you know they're they're never really identified by name are they or not I I don't think they usually are and in some cases like in the um for the Las Vegas Hilton they they didn't call it the Las Vegas Hilton I think it was the White Casino or something like that um but yeah I mean uh, people can definitely look up the the filming locations and if they're interested That's in true. going I'm sure they they get a a little bit of a boost from the James Bond fans I got to tell you if I ran a hotel and they wanted permission to shoot that would be in the contract that somewhere they put the nameplate of the I mean just think <laughs> of what uh, pretty woman did for what is now the uh, four seasons region Four Seasons, Beverly Wilshire, whatever, uh, on, right. on uh, Wilshire Drive in, in Beverly Hills. I mean, that hotel, uh, its recognizability, its business just shot through the roof once uh, Julia Roberts was ensconced there with Richard Gere and Pretty Woman. Okay, a couple others here. What, list, give us a couple other hotels. Um, well, there's the Hotel Cala de Volpe in Sardinia, Italy. Um, the Spy Who Loved Me was filmed there. And this one, it's another just top-of-the-line five-star hotel. Um, it's uh, TripAdvisor travelers love it. That's the one where um, he has a car that turns into a submarine and then back into a car. He drives up onto the beach. Uh, that scene was shot right there. <laughs> the Hotel Cala de Volpe in Sardinia, Italy. Cala di Volpe, sorry. And then also uh, in Europe is the... Kempinski in Ham the Atlantic Kempinski in Hamburg, Germany for Tomorrow Never Dies. Also on the shores of a lake. They yeah, yeah, that's true, and that's also another climbing up to the roof of the hotel scene. Uh, Pierce Brosnan does that in Tomorrow Never Dies. And of course, I think probably the the one the one most famous climbing the hotel scene is uh, uh, recently came out in um, the Tom Cruise movie uh, that, and it was that the Burj Al Arab in Dubai. Did you see that scene? Oh, I haven't seen that. No, but I've heard Ooh. about it. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. All right, we only got about 40 <laughs> seconds left. Let me mention some others. The famous Hotel Cipriani um, in, in Venice, Italy, is in Casino Royale, and in Nassau, the British colonial Hilton in Nassau. And also, I, I remember in Nassau, the one, what's now called the one and only uh, was in the first, uh, first Daniel Craig one. And then you've got the Grand Hotel Ciudad in Mexico City in License to Kill. Mm -hmm. And the Stoke Park Country Club in uh, Goldfinger and Tomorrow Never Dies. Well, they got two movies. Yeah, yeah. they got two. A couple of them have uh, have been locations for a few of the films. Yeah. Oh, this is great fun. We're going to post these hotels uh, later today on my Facebook page, Rudy Maxadash TV Show, so you can see what uh, Leslie's picked for you. And uh, uh, again, just don't try climbing to the roofs on the outside of these buildings. We ask you, Leslie. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Leslie Carlin's a travel expert for TripAdvisor. Com. Good, clean, fun. Thursday, I got my calendar marked for the new James Bond movie. Can't wait. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. We're going to do a deal a week in just a moment, but i got a couple of news items for you. Uh, two weeks ago, I mentioned the opening of the first Starbucks in India. Well, now another U.S. export's about to open next month in India. 
a Playboy club in the southern region of Goa. The magazine itself is banned in India. Uh, and the revealing bunny outfits that uh, all other Playboy clubs past and present feature will not be employed in India. Instead, waitresses will be dressed more demurely in traditional Indian garb, though I did notice in a picture that accompanied the press release it was sort of a low-cut Indian garb, but it, there's not going to be certainly any obvious nudity, according to the company launching the club. So first Playboy club opening next month in, uh, uh, in India. Um, Beginning in April, Southwest Airlines is going to begin serving San Juan, Puerto Rico via Tampa and Orlando. You can start making reservations now. This is Southwest's first venture outside the continental United States, although, of course, uh, it's uh, now joined at the hip with AirTran, and AirTran does fly to other destinations outside the United States. JetBlue said it would be back to its full schedule in the Northwest beginning this weekend. LaGuardia, which opened on Thursday, should be mostly back to normal this weekend as well. That means all three major airports in the New York area are uh, open for for business again. Good news for travelers, at least. I hope uh, uh, things continue to improve for folks around those airports. And have you noticed that the BlackBerry store at that major airport you frequent isn't there anymore? As if BlackBerry didn't have enough problems, it's had to close stores at big airports such as Atlanta and Minneapolis, St. Paul, due, obviously, to a lack of business. In Atlanta, the BlackBerry store became an Apple store. That's adding insult to injury. Okay, got a couple of deals of the week for you here. Whoa, Jeff's right on that cash register. All right, there's a the Westin Resort in Aspen, after being closed for a year for law for renovation, is opening November 15th, and they've got a grand opening deal for you. Listen to this. This is a Westin Resort right near Aspen, about 10 minutes outside of town, 119 a night, November 21st through December 12th, including weekends and Thanksgiving. Now, that is only a three-week window. Oh, it's 12 plus, yeah, 21, three-week three week window. But what a rate, $119. Again, it's 10 minutes from downtown Aspen. It opens November 15th. This, this deal is good from November 21st through December 12th, including weekends and Thanksgivings, $119 a night. It's a ski-in, ski-out resort, 22 ski lifts there. Over 3,000 acres of terrain for all levels of skiers. Now, there is an extra $25 a night resort fee that includes pickup and drop-off at the Aspen-Pitkin County Airport, uh, shuttle within Snowmass Village during your stay, and high-speed Internet access. That's, uh, that's a resort fee that's not too bad, particularly if you're losing the, excuse me, if you're using the uh, to-and-from airport uh, service. Now, here's the catch. you got to book by November 9th, which is this coming Friday. You can book and find details at starwoodhotels.com forward slash Weston. Starwoodhotels.com forward slash Weston for $119 a night plus a $25 resort fee at the Weston Resort in Aspen. And if you're not quite sure, you live in Southern California, you're going to be in Southern California around Thanksgiving, not quite sure what you'd want to do on Thanksgiving Day, the very nice Andaz Hotel on Sunset Boulevard in West Hollywood. We actually have done a remote show from there. Uh, their restaurant is called RH, and they are offering a $59 Thanksgiving dinner. Not bad. Two people, they'll drop the price to 109. If there are four of you, 199. The price keeps going down the more people you have. Bring in eight folks and you'll only pay 369. I haven't divided that, but I will in a moment and I'll let you know what that is. They're offering a very upscale bu- buffet with local organic turkey, rack of lamb, chestnut and mushroom stuffing, uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, meals will be served from 9 to 8, but the last seating is at 8 p.m. Um, this is good only on Thanksgiving Day, November 22nd. Tax and tip is not included, uh, but if you have a table of two or more, you'll get a 20% discount on a selection of bottled wines. So check it out. The Andaz in West Hollywood. Do a quick search. You'll find out where to go. What is 369 divided by 8? Just out of curiosity. Let me pull up my handy little calculator. 369 divided by 
8 equals $46 a head. Not bad for Thanksgiving dinner. Obviously, wine's extra, so keep that in mind. Uh, let's see, what else we got? Oh, the Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. We were just talking to Leslie about how inexpensive Las Vegas hotels are. Um, and that is true, again, as I say, as long as there's not a convention in town. Vegas is one of those few places where hotel prices just shoot up to the sky if a huge convention like the Consumer Electronics Show I think it takes place in January in Vegas. If they're in town, ooh boy, uh, rates will double or treble. But the Mandalay Bay is offering you a $100 resort credit between November 18th and December 26th on select nights. Room rates are as low as $75 to $80 through the week of December 9th, I noticed. But they hop all over the place, again, depending on conventions being in town. Um, but the week of December 6th, uh, excuse me, December 9th, they were $75 to $80 a night when I checked Friday evening on their website for rooms Monday through Friday. So if you can go during the date, during the week, during um, December 9th, you'll get really cheap room plus $100 resort credit. Uh, the offer code is there. Just go to the Mandalay webs Bay website and look for for deals. And what else we got? Oh, in downtown Beverly Hills, right off Rodeo Drive, on Wilshire, the Thompson Beverly Hills is knocking 40% off rates. $179 a night for this four-star hotel. It's good November 6th through January, including Thanksgiving and weekends. Throw in another 20 bucks to make it $199, and you get a larger room. Or you can pay $299 and get a posh suite with a separate seating area and a pull-out bed. That includes breakfast for two in the hotel's restaurant, which is about 60 bucks. Free Wi-Fi. The rooftop pool is open. Not available December 30th, 31st. That's the Thompson Beverly Hills, 179 a night. We'll be right back. If your show, if your station is leaving us after this first hour, we'll see you next week. Otherwise, stick around after about six minutes. We'll be back with the second hour of Rudy Max's World. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.